You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. So, Roger, today, the film that I want to discuss with you is Tenet by Chris Nolan. Now, this is a film that people have been waiting for uh, a lot. I mean, it's part of the 2020 batch of, you know, Hollywood blockbusters that people have been kind of waiting. But like all those movies, it's kind of been plagued by delays and postponements. So let me remind you that this movie was meant to be the summer blockbuster released originally on the 17th of July. Then it got pushed to the 31st of July. Then it got pushed to the 12th of August. The date of its release in the UK is the 26th of August. That's what happens to be today, Roger. <laughs> well, we did record this a few um, weeks um, before that, so I'm hoping that it has actually gone live today because we can't edit this now, can we? <laughs> No, that, that's the tricky part about, you know, batching content. But certainly, as per my, you know, plan on Excel, this episode is going out on 26th of August, which is a date of the release of Tenet. Now, what is interesting about this movie, a high anticipation, but little marketing to a point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, it's interesting that... The, it's a film I just don't know a great deal about, other than the controversy around its delay. And and I, the only news item that I've seen, Pascal, and and again, I, I don't know whether this is actually true or not, is that the one of the reasons it was being delayed apparently is that Christopher Nolan is being paid entirely on royalties from cinema sales. Uh, now, a- again, if you go back in history, it's one of the, it's one of those myths, isn't it? No, well, not myths. It was true, but it's become mythical that Alec Guinness was originally paid a percentage of the takings from Star Wars, and at the time, you know, I think I don't know what the figure was. He agreed to three percent or something, and he was probably expected to make you know, a couple of hundred thousand pounds tops. But of course, Star Wars became such an amazing mega global phenomenon that he he was effectively minted for life just upon that particular decision. Now, if it's true and Christopher Nolan is going to be paid by percentage of box office takings, then you can understand he wouldn't really want the film launching now when the cinema attendance is so low. So is the fact that it's going ahead albeit with minimal marketing, as you've said, does that actually suggest that that story isn't true? I don't know. I'm still wondering whether, you know, for the distributors, uh, I'm going to say Warner Brothers, but I can't be sure, Roger. I wonder if this is a test for all the other movies. So this is the first one, uh, major production that is being released on 26th of August. They're all going to be watching what's happening in terms of revenues and ticket sales, attendance at the cinemas, and so on and so forth, and then make a decision for the others. So mm. you've got two things. If this doesn't go well, Roger, what does that mean to all the other movies? Mm-hmm. Number one. And more importantly, as I understand it, Roger, the 26th of August is essentially around the world 
apart from the US, because in the US, there's still some very, very strict uh, lockdown measures with regard to going to the cinema. And they are looking to release the movie later on in September, um, including Japan from my reading. So for me, it's almost like it feels like there's a lot of pressure on Tenet to, to do well for not just obviously potentially helping Chris Bay's bills down the line, but also for the, the, all the others, including Bond 25, the you and I uh, talked about. You know, Wonder Woman 1984, sorry, and many others like Mulan and, and, and so on. I mean, we spoke a moment ago, Roger, that there was little marketing. There was some marketing, of course. So there was the, the teaser trailer that like they always do sometime in our, uh, last year. And then, which has been almost Christopher Nolan's kind of call, calling card. He does like a prologue, like he does like a scene mm -hmm. that is not part of the movie, but the scene that kind of builds the story towards it which was shown just before the rise of skywalker which is actually the one when i became aware of tenet mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i don't actually remember what the scene was uh, in detail i just know that the visual special effects of rewinding time just blew my mind and i mm -hmm. thought right and it's christopher nolan i'm gonna go and see that and then Back to what you were saying a moment ago about Fortnite becoming almost like another distribution channel. They did release a trailer, um, I think a couple of months ago, on Fortnite only That's because, right. of course, they couldn't show it at the cinema. So I have to say, I'm not a player of Fortnite, but I could just join Fortnite to be able to catch up on trailers um, to kind of keep up with them. Yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, we, we've had this conversation a number of times that sometimes a big blockbusting epic film like this and they don't seem to put much in the way of marketing promotional work behind it bar as you've said the the trailer and, and a few spots now is, is is it that they don't want to blow the plot um, i mean sometimes you can argue that some trailers effectively you may as well not go and see mm. the film because they give most of the the um action away and you know there have been some examples of trailers have completely blown a plot twist but there must be more that they can do, you know, focus in, do spotlights on the specific characters, um, build anticipation, you know, not, don't leak the plot in its entirety, but, you know, give give little teasers away. But for this particular film, given the controversy surrounding its delay, I still know very little about it. I'm with you. I just understand. I mean, sometimes I wonder, you know, what would I want from a film website? Because mm. the film website for tenants is mediocre to, mm -hmm. you can, you know, to the least. There are some social media presence, but it's on the Warner Brothers official channel. So it's just as and when they have a moment to squeeze it in. And you're right, there could be so much inside. But also for me, it's back to the Lord of the Rings uh, marketing campaign that you and I kind of explored, that interaction with the audience, you know, give us something that we can kind of get excited about, give us some video clips that allow us to maybe make our own trailer and share it mm -hmm. on social media, give us yeah, you're out the spotlight on the actors and so on. I mean, one thing that surprised me as well about uh, the marketing, not just of Tenet, actually, but of all movies. Now, I'm sure you'll agree, because I know you're a big, massive music fan and, and music film score fan, that the music composer is so, so important, alongside, obviously, the director and the actors. 
and so little is said sometimes. So on this occasion, um, Christopher Nolan is not working with Hans Zimmer, who he's worked with in the past. Uh, Hans is busy working on Dune, the TV mm -hmm. series, which I think is mm -hmm. going to be exceptional. So what we have instead is someone that will be known, uh, but not perhaps by name, but certainly be known in terms of the sound. He's produced a, late, a gentleman called Ludwig uh, Goransson. Mm. Now, if you've seen The Mandalorian, and if you've enjoyed the soundtrack, well, he's a man behind you know that sound. Ludwig Grandson is also work on uh, Black Panther for the Marvel Universe and films that actually deserve more um, kind of uh, I would say view viewing audience Creed and Creed Two. So. I'm also surprised that they're not making a big song and dance about the music composer. Bear in mind that he's worked on The Mandalorian and Black Panther, I would argue, big, big production movies. I'd like to see, I'd like to see a lot more focus on the music. You know, I mean, again, the aforementioned Bond 25, the theme tune to a Bond film always almost becomes as big as the film itself you know there's that anticipation who is going to be the singer you know is it Adele is it Shirley Bassey is it mm. whoever it's going to be um but then yeah some films you just don't know what's going on and the big names like Hans Zimmer that you've mentioned there John Williams okay pretty much household names but surely there's, there's an opportunity to showcase some of the lesser known composers for films and and to use things like spotify and and youtube to really big them up and make it as big a part of the film promotion as the actual stars themselves and the plot itself i think i think it's a you know it, it's probably an area that that has been neglected for me, it's you know ultimately they will push you to buy the album eventually. You know, the, they will they will actually if you look at the mm -hmm. um, bonus mm -hmm. uh, elements of the Blu-ray, they will interview the film composer, music composer. Mm -hmm. So why not actually make sure that it's a bit like mm -hmm. you were saying a moment ago about linking it to a business. You, all the team members get you know that spotlight pre-release of of the movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, I even uh, can tell you that Christopher Nolan doesn't hasn't got a LinkedIn profile, which I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe we should um, offer a service to the film industry. You and I become their social media managers and and kind of uh, whatever. But I don't know. I, I just think that um, you know, it's, it's back to first impression, isn't it? Which is the idea of if you don't really uh, put any effort into the marketing, particularly in, you know with the current pandemic. How are we supposed to feel as an audience? Are we supposed to just get excited just because uh, it's it exists? You know, it's been produced because it's Christopher Nolan because of its you know uh, obviously from I think Memento. I kind of thought the guy was was really a very competent storyteller. Are we you know? I just need a bit more. Uh, or forgive me, what I'm trying to say very clumsily, Roger. Show me that you are excited too about your yeah. own movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll join you, as opposed to asking me to kind of, uh, you know, work work myself up towards, you know. No, you, from you, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you think about it now, you know, I, to go to the cinema to see a film, you've got to overcome quite a lot of obstacles, haven't you? You know, somebody might say, oh, do you know what? We'll wait for it to come out on Blu-ray because I've got this gigantic, great big television at home, which isn't too bad. You know, I don't want to sit in a cinema listening to people munching through tortilla chips and popcorn and burgers and 
hot dogs. <laughs> I want to sit in, in the luxury of my own home with a glass of wine. Or And now we've got layered on top of that the fears that people still have of COVID and the fact that we're social distancing. Is Do I really want to go to the cinema? Or, and uh, you know, in Edinburgh down the road in Dolkeith Park over the weekend, they've actually had a drive-in movie as an as a uh, a test. Now I've seen that this on on uh, social media <laughs> looks quite cool. You know, you 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 drive in and you've got the big screens, but you know that's that's not a, an experience that the majority of people in the UK have had. I know drive-in movies you know, have always been big in the states, but there's all these hurdles you've got to get over to convince somebody to go to see it at the cinema. And, and if you don't put much into your marketing, then I don't think you're going to overcome those hurdles. Now, so I think back to this idea of you know film marketing being a, a segment where you and I kind of uh, extract lesson from the world of film production for the world of B2B and B2C. Mm-hmm. It's back to this idea of just because it exists and just because you believe in it is not sufficient. You've got to find a way to express it and get all those two to join in. I mean, some cinemas, you know, I think, are concerned about it. Some of them have, have gone ahead and done some special screenings of mm. previous work from Christopher Nolan. Uh, it so happens that this year, some of them have gone ahead and done the 10th anniversary of Inception. Again, fantastic mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. And they kind of saw others are seeing the signs that, you know, if we're not careful here and we just treat it as, as if nothing uh, is getting in the way of someone making a decision to buy a mm-hmm. ticket, we're going to be disappointing. And I think, again, I'm just worried that all the eyes uh, would be on the performance of Tenet for the decision of what happens to, yes. to the others. And, and, I, and I wonder whether, in a way, it's people are just delaying the inevitable that the majority of blockbusters or Hollywood, you know, high-value production will, are going to go into streaming as opposed to cinema screens. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think it's inevitable. And I think that they are going to have to come up with a fair pricing system for us to watch blockbusters. So, you know, I don't I don't expect to pay five ninety nine to watch Tenet and and to allow my entire family to watch Tenet with me. You know, I would be perfectly happy to pay a similar sort of price per person to see it at home in a, instead of going to the cinema. So, you know, you you're probably talking about ten to fifteen pounds each to watch it. Now, how they police that, I don't know, but maybe they come up with a, a household rate or something like that. But if this pandemic goes on any fur- any further and, and people's return to the cinema is slow for all the fear reasons that we've discussed, then it's inevitable that they're going to have to look at a pricing alternative. They can't just keep delaying these films forever. Mm, do you know what? Um, we need to wrap up this episode unfortunately and it's so tempting to talk about christopher nolan's career to talk about john david washington you know one of well the star of of the the film as you know who's done some amazing work i'm really interested to see what robert pattison as well makes of the role he's been given of course he's known primarily for the twilight saga and uh, and a few other things but i think there's going to be some great great performance there what i like about christopher nolan though he clearly loves the world of cinema because Mm -hmm. his casting is always kind of very varied and he has Mm -hmm. all generation he's got michael Caine again you know working with him and he's got kind of the brown and so on he's even got as far as looking for international um stars a lady called uh, dimple capadia from india would be present as well and i love you know that kind of real 
kind of uh, ensemble cast as well, but it's very, very diverse for a film that essentially promises to be a cross between James Bond and time travel. Mm, mm. Oh, I just love a time travel movie going back to the future again. <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, this was episode seven of Two Geeks and a Marketing Podcast. Thank you so much for our viewers and listeners. Please do subscribe and leave your suggestions and comments in the usual places. He was Roger Edwards. I was Pascal Fintoni. Until next time, go out there and make sure your marketing is done right. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates. 